Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Flappy Bird Part 2 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Let it be known that you care about Wikilisten. Flappy Bird, been talking about it, and now it's time to talk about its slow demise. Aww. Because it wasn't always wonderful in the world of Flappy Bird. Reception. Flappy Bird received mixed or average reviews from critics, holding a Metacritic score of 52 of 100, based on seven reviews. The app was criticized by the Huffington Post, which described it as an insanely irritating, difficult, and frustrating game which combines a super steep difficulty curve with bad, boring graphics and jerky movement. Wow, sounds like they sucked at it. Yep. IGN gave the game a mediocre score of 5.4 out of 10, quipping that the game is as addictive as it was shallow. Despite criticizing its playability and its no-skill requirements, IGN noted that the gameplay made it an addictive short-term distraction. For the casual skill and score-obsessed players, the game's difficulty has been a source of ire for many users, with one user stating that it took him half an hour to achieve a score of five points. What? According to its creator, the game is slightly easier on Android devices than on iOS. 
Okay, this game is not that hard. What's your top score? I don't remember what my top score was, but it was certainly higher than five. Okay. You know, Rachel, you do play games. You love video games. You are one of the high score scorers on the High Score Wins Money website. Yeah, I am. Uh, and so you score abnormally high on games. So just saying. <laughs> yeah, I do. Whatever. Nolan Bushnell, the creator of the video game Pong, compared Flappy Bird to his own game by claiming that simple games are more satisfying. John Romero, a co-creator of the classic first-person shooter Doom, commented that Flappy Bird is a reaction against prevailing design the way grunge was a reaction to metal. I didn't know that the creator of Pong was still alive. That's cool. (laughs) You are very young, so when things are in the past... You just assume that everybody's just like a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that he was like 150 years old or something. Oh, all right. Controversy and criticism. When questioned at the time by Chocolate Lab Apps, a website for app developers, Nuyen claimed to have used no promotional methods in the marketing of Flappy Bird. He credited the sudden rise in the game's popularity in early 2014 to possibly luck. However, online marketer Carter Thomas suspected that the developer had used bots to cause its success. When questioned on this by the Daily Telegraph, Nguyen said that he respected other people's opinions and did not wish to comment, adding, I'd like to make my games in peace. When Newsweek inquired about the matter, Nguyen wrote, If I did fake it, should Apple let it live for months? The game was criticized by Kotaku for what it claimed was open use of Mario-style graphics, referring to it as ripped-off art. It later published a correction clarifying that the game's green pipe was a new, albeit unoriginal, drawing. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he actually did rip them off. He just drew them exactly like them. I mean, that it's in the same vein, but I thought he just clipped the art out of it, out of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad that he's using Mario graphics. Just, like, call it what it is, you know? I mean, yeah, when I make games that are homages to other games, I always, like, credit them, so. Yeah. With that in mind, Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this quick message. Thank you for listening to that message. Or maybe there was nothing there, so we sound crazy. Either Mm -hmm. way, we appreciate it, because you Wiki listeners... You wiki rock. <laughs> ah, according to some Vietnamese newspapers, including Thon Nien and BBC Vietnamese, Flappy Bird is very similar to a game released in 2011, two years before Flappy Bird, called Pew Pew versus Cactus. From the gameplay, by tapping on the screen to the main character design, a small yellow bird with big red beak, to the obstacles, green cacti, and pipes. It is reported that several French newspapers, such as 20 Minutes and Metro News, accused Flappy Bird of being a clone. The reporter from Thon Neen Online tried playing Pew Pew versus Cactus and confirmed that the similarities between the two games are astonishing. The French developer of Pew Pew vs. Cactus, known as Keck, told Pocket Gamer that he too noticed that Flappy Bird is very similar to his earlier game. But when he contacted Nguyen about it, Nguyen claimed that he did not know anything. Technology editor Patrick O'Rourke of Canada.com also charged that Flappy Bird is 
almost a complete ripoff of Pew Pew vs. Cactus, as well as that its primary gameplay mechanic is a ripoff from a game called Helicopter Game, and that it heavily borrowed sound effects from Super Mario Bros. games. Yeah, I mean, there, there were a lot of games before Flappy Bird that were just like Flappy Bird, just like there were a lot of games before Angry Birds that were a lot like Angry Birds, but nobody's mad at that. I think there are some people that are mad at that, like per- perhaps those people who made the games before Angry Birds that were like Angry Birds. Yeah, And then true. they did not get a hit. Yeah, true. They're probably upset. Maybe. Legacy. Since the game's removal, numerous remakes and parodies have been spawned, such as Sesame Street's Flappy Bird and Fallout Boy's Fallout Bird. Flappy Bird became one of the most cloned games in Apple's App Store. At the peak of its popularity, over 60 clones per day were appearing on the App Store, prompting both Google and Apple to begin rejecting games with the word Flappy in the name. CNET reviewed seven Flappy copycats for iOS two days after the original game's removal, describing the options as pretty bleak. But singling out the underwater splashy fish as the closest approximation of Flappy Bird. Shortly after the game's removal, security researchers warned that some versions of Flappy Bird and its imitators available on alternative Android app stores have been found to contain malware that can lead to unauthorized charges to a user's phone bills. The number matching game 3's has been compared to Flappy Bird because of the similarities between how people react to them and by the chain of clones that they are both respectively part of. I was going to make a game called Flappy Turd, but then I found out that it already existed, so I didn't make it. That's good information. In February 2014, the nonprofit computer science education organization Code.org unveiled a set of lessons that would allow the student to make their own Flappy Bird clone. Nguyen's other games, Super Ball Juggling and Shuriken Block, ranked at 6th and 18th respectively on the App Store during early February 2014 on the back of Flappy Bird's success. He revealed in March 2014 that he is currently developing three other games in similar formats to his previous releases. One of those games was released in 2014 as Swing Copters and uses similar gameplay as Flappy Bird. An Easter egg in Android Lollipop version 5.0 slash 5.1 allows users to play a modified version of Flappy Bird entitled L-Land, involving a flying android and lollipops replacing the pipes. It was revamped in Android Marshmallow version 6.0 as Marshmallow Land, adding a multiplayer support for up to six players. On New Year's Eve in 2014, Google displayed an animated Google Doodle featuring Flappy Bird as one of the year's most searched phenomena alongside the World Cup, the Ice Bucket Challenge, and the Belay Spacecraft. A similar game featuring Talking Tom was released as a minigame for My Talking Tom called Flappy Tom, and the same game was featured in Talking Tom and Friends. In 2016, Flappy Bird was replicated within Super Mario World through code injection. What? What? Oh my god, I'm like freaking out now because that's my favorite video game of all time and you can just recreate Flappy Bird within it? That's crazy. Yes, through code injection. That's that's insane. I don't know exactly what code injection is, but I when I hover over it, it says... 
is the exploitation of a computer bug that is caused by processing invalid data. The injection is used by an attacker to introduce code into a vulnerable computer program. That's really interesting. Wow. I'm in love. I need to figure out how to play Flappy Bird within Super Mario World. Well, I bet if you just Google that information or look at the citation, you could probably find out pretty quickly. That's probably true. That makes me so happy. Okay. Anyway. You see um, that? Wikilisten even makes its hosts happy. That's so true. This has been the Wikipedia page for Flappy Bird, part two of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.